Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hi, this is Tyreen Martinson with the One Hope Podcast. And I want you to consider today, what does it mean to love like Jesus loves us? What does Jesus's love look like in action? And I'm going to start by reading some verses from Romans chapter five, and then I'll get into our passage for our Lenten devotional from the gospel of Mark. So from Romans chapter five, verses six through eight, while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I think you'll see what this has to do with our passage today, which is from Mark 14 verses 66 through 72 and Mark 15 verses 1 through 15. And that's all one continuous passage. But we start in chapter 14 of Mark in those those last verses of that chapter. We see Peter deny Jesus three times before the rooster crows twice which is something that Jesus predicted earlier in this chapter when he's reclining at the table for the Passover meal. Now, when Jesus predicts that, Peter, of course, denies it. He says, no, no, I would never do that. But here he is in our passage today. He's asked three times if he's with Jesus. And he says, no, I don't know the man each and every time. And then the rooster crows twice and he remembers Jesus's words and he breaks down and weeps because wouldn't we all weep under those circumstances? Peter has walked with Jesus through most of his public ministry. He has declared him as the Messiah. He has seen him transfigured. He has seen the healings. He's been there for the feedings. He's been there for all of these amazing moments. And he loves Jesus. But here he is while Jesus is on trial. He's maybe bewildered. Maybe he's scared. He doesn't quite know what's going on. Jesus wouldn't let him defend him with a sword. And so he's in this courtyard and he's asked about Jesus and he denies him three times. I don't know in a lot of ways what could be a bigger sin than that. And then we have the next portion of our passage where Jesus is handed over to Pilate for a second trial. Pilate has the chance to release a prisoner for the Passover. And when he asks the crowds about Jesus, they shout, crucify him, crucify him over and over and it's this ugly mob crowd scene 
What does Jesus do during that crowd scene? The text doesn't really focus on him, but we do know from the beginning of the passage that he stands quietly as people accuse and mock him. And we know from the rest of our gospel that Jesus is capable of speaking for himself, for having a voice, for declaring who he is as the son of man and son of God, and that the kingdom is coming. But here, he doesn't say anything because he is willingly standing there taking all the mocking, all the humiliation, all the suffering for one reason, because he knows that this is the way to the cross and he knows that his sacrifice will redeem each and every person on earth so that we can have a right relationship with him. Now, the reason that works, that's something that Pastor Peter has talked about in his sermons and in his podcasts. I don't think I can replicate that here. So please, I, I encourage you to read and, and listen to those uh, messages and podcasts if you want to understand more about why a, a sacrifice that Jesus offers is is a worthwhile sacrifice, is a sacrifice that actually does redeem us from sin. But right here, right now in this passage, we have Jesus accepting all the nastiness. He is suffering for our sins. And thank God for that. I mean, it's hard to read these passages. It's hard to see this stuff happen because I know that I feel convicted. I know that maybe I've never stood at the foot of a cross and shouted crucify him, but my sin is, is basically saying that. And the only way that I am free of that sin is by focusing on Jesus and accepting his death for my sins, his sacrifice for my sins. And so I look to Jesus and I say, thank you, Jesus. Praise your holy name for walking that hard path to the cross. And so while these verses are hard, I encourage you to see who Jesus is in them and to see his sacrifice and how amazing and loving and good it is for each and every one of us. So I'm going to close with those verses from Romans 5, 6 through 8. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you for your amazing love 
your gift of sacrifice for us and we we turn to you we focus on you lord jesus because we know that when we are with you we have freedom and we can live thank you lord jesus amen Thank you.